Yo, what's good, y'all? My name is Chris Shreve, a.k.a. C. Shreve, the professor. Welcome to another episode of Who Needs a Classroom podcast. Today's episode will be a little different. I, like many of you, have been home uh, schooling my child through a distance ed type of scenario. My son is in the fourth grade, and today I wanted to share with you some fourth grade principles that I have learned uh, via listening in on you know what these fourth graders learn these days. So um, I got like four major headings here, so we'll kind of run through these kind of quick. So one easy one that my son's teacher taught to them early in the semester was to show respect to each other and to the classroom environment and to their teacher and to show respect for each other through the way you communicate. So sometimes they, they have a chat, like, you know, she's teaching, but then they can chat and ask a question or kind of post a question that way. Or, you know, they can raise their hand, so to speak, and then chime in or interject, et cetera. And it's just like any other classroom. Sometimes the questions are way out in left field or sometimes they're not on point or they're not relevant to the discussion. And so she wants their communication to have respect for the discussion that's going on and so have comments that are relevant, et cetera. But it also means not, you know, really being um, you know, aggressive with your opinion towards another kid if they disagree with you, having this, this mutual respect for each other's opinions and for this discourse that goes on, which maybe you'd think a fourth grade discourse might be at a really low level, but I've listened to these kids talk about um, school shootings. We just had a school shooting yesterday in this tiny town. Well, it's not a tiny town. It's a college town, but it's, it's a town that you sometimes think is, is sheltered from something like that. But we had a mass shooting. We had five people die. So the kids ended up talking about that because many of them were on lockdown yesterday. So they have this really kind of caring discussion about what that was like to go through. So I think that respect, when you think about it, that respect for each other and for that environment, if us as adults <laughs> could do that, you know, if you're, if you're at the gas station, the supermarket, wherever, respecting each other, you know, our space now is so important or respecting, you know, think about online communication, the way we interact with each other, how ugly that can be and, and disrespectful and, and how uncaring we can be as adults. You know, these kids, she spends five or 10 minutes really talking about their weekend on Monday morning or talking about what went on last night or they really talk and discuss and like she wants to be involved in knowing about their lives. And so I really kind of admire this teacher and the way she's handled this because it's been a very difficult time and there's been a lot of just questions on these kids' minds. So, all right, along those lines, actually I have another one kind of farther down that I'm gonna throw onto this one. She talks about the golden rule. My grandmother taught me the golden rule. Many of your grandmothers might have taught you that as well. But you know, treating others the way you would like to be treated. That's kind of that respect idea kind of, I think boiled down to a very, you know, kind of golden um, balance. Um, you know, if, if I could put myself in your shoes via empathy and imagine where you're standing, we're going to see better and have a better chance at communicating well. One big one that my son's teacher talks about is logic. She really wants them to have some logic behind their answers. She wants them to have evidence for the point they're making or the opinion or the answer they're giving. And so there needs to be some type of reasoning with evidence to show for it. And think how many times adults don't use logic or use like hyper opinionated, you know, kind of presenting opinions as facts and not really having, you know, not really having this cohesive argument behind what you're saying. So logic, use logic. That's a big one. You know, make sure your ideas are coherent. Make sure your thoughts ha are based in reality and have a solid foundation. And if you're going to make actions that, that are kind of on those thoughts, especially make sure you've thought things through. Um, 
that's another one she talked about was think things through, <laughs> thinking things through before you do them, kind of a look before you leap. Uh, the thing I like with all these is they're so simple, but think about us as adults. We don't always practice them. Sometimes we leap into things. Sometimes we make decisions that are not well thought out. So she's really big on if they're doing a math problem, she wants them to kind of come up with their strategy. And they might do group work and talk about different strategy, strategies they have for the same problem. And she gives them some leeway as far as which way they do it. But she wants them to be thinking logically and have a plan in place so that they know where they're going and they've thought it through a little bit before a little bit before they jump all the way into it and get kind of lost in it, so to speak. Another one that she kind of harps on over and over, and again, this is fourth grade, so you have to think kind of, you know, <laughs> what their level is, but reading and following directions and instructions. And I kind of found this one funny because when I'm thinking about it, it's very fourth grade, you know, read the instructions. I remember one time, I think a teacher of mine, like on April Fool's Day, had this crazy paper where it specifically said at the top, read all the instructions before you begin, and then it proceeded to have you do all these ridiculous things like underline all the proper nouns and circle all the adjectives and cross out all the verbs and it was like extensive but it told you don't do that until you've read them all and at the end of it it was like actually don't do any of that put your name on it april fools and so some of the kids in the class quickly jumped into the work of circling things underlining things crossing things out and some folks read to the end and were done faster because they realized that was how you're supposed to do it not jump into it but that whole lesson was read the directions first so again in fourth grade you know when we're kids we do this or we learn this lesson but think about adults. How many uh, men out there don't read this, the instructions before they jump into setting up whatever it is, you know, from a computer to a drum machine to a DVD player? They're not going to, they may just jump in there. I've seen folks who have kids who get Legos and they kind of refuse to re read the instructions. Lego instructions are excellent. You should totally follow them. <laughs> to try to freestyle these Lego um, big sets would be insane. You got to follow the instructions. Uh, and think about adults here in the coronavirus times at grocery stores unable sometimes to maintain distance or go down the lanes in the right way or you know it's just watch how adults struggle with directions it's wild we see this with the vaccine now folks saying oh i'm not gonna get my second vaccine well why'd you get the first one you know like not being able to follow through and have you know a lot of folks don't want to be told what to do right we kind of want to be rebellious or we want to somehow you know be that rugged individual <laughs> mindset and next thing you know, you're, you're causing problems for folks. You're, in the case of the pandemic, you're making it riskier for everybody else. Maybe you're not somebody with an auto, autoimmune disease or who's elderly or has extra risk for a complication or for death, but maybe some folks that you will interact with are that. Or, or maybe they'll, you know, by proxy, you'll interact with this person and then this person with that person and so on. We need to kind of contain the spread, not just assume we're going to be okay and think about ourselves. It's, it's about others as well. And those directions and those instructions in your supermarkets and, you know, when it says a mask is required, et cetera, those are to protect us all, not just you, all of us. So these are some simple, simple things that I think of. They would almost be like classroom rules if you walked into fourth grade. Um, you know, respect each other. Use logic in your, in your arguments and in your reasoning. Uh, make sure you read and follow the directions. Um, treat others how you'd like to be treated. Think things through before you do them. These are simple, simple concepts, but I think sometimes we got to get back to the basics. So I don't know. That was my quick uh, fourth grade principles for you here today. I, I kind of need to squeeze in a quick episode um, today. So 
I was talking with my son a little bit and kind of asking him about what were some principles he had learned this year. And there are many others, but we kind of just wanted to cook it down into a little short uh, segment. It's nice to have a, a quick episode sometimes and not the full length one. So we'll get back to the biostats at some point, but uh, this is a different level of learning here, but nonetheless helpful. So hope you are well out there. If you are in your vaccine process, get your second shot. If you have not gotten your first shot, go get your first shot. We've got to got to put kind of this genie back in the bottle, so to speak. We got to get America back on track and the vaccine is a big part of that. So get the vaccine. I see folks saying, we don't know the long-term complications. We don't know the long-term complications of COVID either, brother. We don't know what that does to your lungs long-term. We don't know what that does, you know, does that take 10 years off your life at the end? You know? So my main concern with the vaccine initially was anaphylactic response, it being too rushed, it being something that might put me in in short-term danger. I don't think long-term there's going to be a danger. This is one of the, the largest cohorts of human studies ever, millions upon millions of people taking this safely. So... Um, if you really look at the numbers and the research, I'm not sure what you're looking at if you're attempting to present some of these, you know, kind of contrarian points of view about the vaccine. So take care of yourselves, continue to distance, uh, continue to do healthy lifestyle behaviors so that if you were to get, sti- to get sick, you can fight things off better. So get outside and exercise somehow with distance, mountain biking, hiking, etc., are some of my choices for that. But anyways, hope y'all are well. Take care of yourselves. Be good to one another. Um, thanks for listening. Peace.